Hey guys, welcome to All Things To Be With Karen Taylor. I'm here today to share a little bit about um, just my thoughts, I guess, on uh, social media, social media toxicity, um, social media bullying, and um, just the likes of social media and how it's changed the way that we do things and view things and uh, limited the amount of communication that we have um, and expect that, you know, social media is the be all and end all of everything. Um, and, and it's just been playing on my mind. I sadly attended the memorial of one of my really good friends yesterday. And it, it really did get me thinking about what social media has done to us as a society. And I just thought I would share a little bit about that. So um, that's what we're going to get into today. Um, if you have any thoughts about it, I'd love to hear them. Um, please, yeah, shoot me a message. Uh, all things to do underscore um on instagram and yeah i'd love to hear your thoughts on it because i think that we've we we can use this platform better um and and not yeah use it to to shame people and to uh, make people feel worse about themselves than they probably already do so it's it's just really got me thinking and yeah it might be a little bit of a sad one um but i just thought this is on my heart and i really want to um, you know, if, if anything, just get people to think before they act on, on their social media accounts. So yeah, thanks for being here and, um, hope you enjoy this episode. This one uh, is a little bit heavy for me. Um, you know, it's something that has been a huge part of my life for quite a while. Um, you know, I remember starting on social media when, you know, it was like hashtag like for like, hashtag follow for follow, you know, and we we're all just trying to get more followers. And, um, you know, it was originally with Facebook, like when Facebook first came out, like I look back on my memories now and I'm like, oh my God, like what was I going on about? Like, you know, when we could only update statuses, there weren't really like, it wasn't photos, it was just statuses and it was like Karen Fields. And, you know, um, I remember just like Karen feels blue today. Um, Karen is excited about going out on the weekend. You know, it was, that was what social media was for, um, you know, and I, and I probably did use it in some ways where I was like, you know, going through stuff and I'd just be like, fuck everyone. Like the world is shit, rah, rah, you know, and, um, it, it was just kind of like a, an, a bit of an offloading place, I guess, um, in, in that way. But, uh, it didn't have as much, didn't have as much hold over us as what I think it does these days. And, and it, it makes me really fucking sad, um, the way that social media can get misused these days. Um, you know, I think we're all, well, most people would be familiar with like just the amount of social media bullying that goes on online. Um, you know, for young people, especially they, you know, they, they get bullied into taking their lives and it's fucking sad like it's fucking terrible um you know like we're trying to like develop as human beings and then you know we're made to feel like shit 
or ostracized or um, put into a put into a space of being like someone else is better than the other person and I just think that that is just really awful um like I know that my social media when I first started on Instagram um you know it was very simple it was church things and um stuff with my ex-husband and you know it was very like surface level and then when I got into lifting it became more about lifting and I saw other people's pages growing and I wanted to grow my page and you know like I really still think it's a drop in the ocean like I I I don't see my worth through social media anymore like I use it as a platform I run a business I run multiple businesses so I use social media as that platform but you know I, I still believe in in the back of my mind that like if I didn't have social media that you know the old school way of you know word of mouth business I'd, pro- I'd probably still be okay with that um and there's many times where I, I actually want to pull myself off completely off social media but I do have love of social media no like I've changed the way that I use my social media, um, what I follow, who I follow, why I follow them. Um, you know, recently I did a big, um, I did a big remove of follow like pages that I was following because I was just following like, like I don't even know how many, like fifteen hundred pages or something, and I was like, I don't even know like why I'm following half of these pages. Like I was following people that, you know, I'd. Uh, followed when I was first into lifting and, and it was really exciting to follow other lifters and like see what they were doing and I'd follow the girls that I was competing against and you know it was it was fun um, and nowadays for me it's still fun like I still find there's fun in social media um, and I follow a lot of like self-help and self-healing pages and podcasts and things like that now and so my feed isn't as much uh full of stuff to scroll through because like I'm not following as many pages and what I do see is things to remind me of like how I can you know just show up better in my life so I um it's not I'm not better or worse than anybody on social media like I've just found a way that works for me on social media and that is to not follow lots of things because I I am working through like I have um, complex post-traumatic stress disorder and and you know it affects my life in a lot of ways where I get triggered really easily and I get triggered by things I think that things are like aimed at me I think that um it's all about me um and I get triggered and then I you know it, it offsets my day so I'll see something and then I'll be like okay that that's offset my day and now like I'm in a different headspace than I was because of something that I've seen that I didn't have to see so I choose what I follow and what I look at I don't really look at many stories I don't really follow stories I think I probably only like Mel and Tyson (laughs) probably the only stories that I actually look at um a lot of the time you know I might look at like a few every now and again but you know don't get into the um rabbit hole of following stories and just letting them scroll through because I just don't know what I'm going to see and I don't know what's going to set me off and I don't want to be set off so you know I'm actually doing a somatic therapy session today and um, you know just working on like healing my nervous system because like I my nervous system responds in ways that I can't always control and um, as much as I would like to I'm trying to learn ways to you know help my nervous system to not react to certain things so you know it just like that's what works for me so what works for everybody else is is different but that's what works for me in social media um what doesn't fucking work for me is bullying on social media um 
As I mentioned in the intro, I attended the memorial service of my friend yesterday and my heart is so broken at the loss of his life. And, you know, he made a mistake and he got absolutely slammed for it. And everyone just had something to say. Everyone had something to say about <clears throat> what happened. And, and I remember when I saw this video that went viral thinking that that's not my friend that's not my friend like that is that is something that, that is not my friend you know he is not that person um this is my friend under the influence of something else because that wasn't that's not who he was and everyone just branded him this monster this you know this crazed psycho whatever you know like they are threads i've i've looked at threads and seen threads on on different platforms of people just like chiming in as if they know anything about him and i was just like what? like to restrain myself from just being like you don't know a fucking thing about this person uh, or his world like people were trying to like come up with ideas of um you know what his upbringing must have been like for him to end up like this and all of these things you know and it was just like this is a young person who struggled with his mental health you know and he struggled with substances because he had struggles with his mental health and addiction I've spoken about addiction it's become a huge part of my talking points on this podcast but he struggled with addiction and when you look at an addict I know a lot of people don't necessarily get it because you're like just why don't you just stop you know why don't you just stop and there's so many people who are using against their will or go into psychosis because they already have a predisposition with a mental health disorder and then you add alcohol or drugs on top of that or any other substance on top of that and people go into psychosis and what happens is most people don't actually know that they are in psychosis so they think that what they're doing is totally normal at that time but anyone who saw the video if you actually watch it and look at where my friend almost comes back into his body he realizes that he's actually gone too far and that's where he clicks back in and he walks away from the situation. I, an addict is someone's child. An addict is someone's child. They're struggling. If you are seeing things like that, that person is struggling. That person is going through something that they need medical attention for addiction isn't just something that they choose to wake up and just go and do things out of the ordinary one day that's not what addiction is about addiction is a slow slow deteriorating disease it, it slowly builds and builds and builds to the point where you don't even recognize yourself anymore like if i got filmed doing half the shit that i did when i was using i would probably be branded a fucking psycho like i'm probably still ran at a bit of a psycho just in people's memories but you know I didn't get filmed doing stuff like if you think about the things that you do or what you've done the worst thing that you've ever done drunk or high or whatever like if you got filmed doing that and and it got put on the internet like 
what do you think people would be saying to you? You know, so it's like, what are we saying to people who are struggling? You know, we can't, like, can't we just find a way to be kinder to actually go, this person is not themselves right now. And what can we do to support them? You know, what can we do to support their family rather than brand them a monster, brand the whole, you know, their whole family um, under this one this one label and it's just like I, I'm, I'm still still struggling to get my head around it because I just can't believe how many people think that they know something about something that they don't know anything about um, when it comes to a person you know like liking someone's post on social media is not you connecting with someone you know I have people in my life that still like my posts but they don't know very much about me at all anymore because my life has changed. I have changed. Um, that like is not me going, oh, they're still around, like we're still connected, we're still friends. Like there's, you know, that it's just, it's not, that's not what it is. Like putting a little fire emoji on a post, you know, it's great and it's encouraging, but doesn't make you somebody's friend. It doesn't make you an intricate part of that person's life or someone that they would go to for support. You know, the way that we create support networks is by actually having fucking conversations. Like, why do we not communicate anymore? Like, I feel as though no one even knows how to have a conversation. Like, I'm awkward as shit around people. But, like, I'll call out my awkwardness and be like, I'm just that awkward, you know. And and I'm okay. I'm, I'm really okay with that. Um, but if somebody, like, turned around and was like, you know, fucking you're a flog because you're so awkward or like pulled me apart in my personality because I'm a bit awkward around people. Um, you know, that, that's not, that's not okay. Like, it's not okay to do that. Like maybe if you need to do that, like you can say it to one of your friends, but like, you don't need to go and slam somebody on social media, you know? Um, I just think it's become such a toxic space. Like it's become a really toxic space. Like I've, I've had to make my account, well, I've made my account private for personal reasons um, to do around the fact that I, I shared about my friend and I, I know for anybody who's listening, might've been one of those people who sent me a message, but you weren't the only person to send me a message. Um, I got about 30 messages from one post from people that I haven't spoken to in years who basically told me that I should retract what I was what I had posted and wanted more information from me and wanted to know what I knew and I was so overwhelmed like I was so overwhelmed that I ended up having a panic attack I had to go home from work um and like that's on me like that's on me it's no one's fault like that's on me but, you know, I got like a very small taste of like what it was like to be overwhelmed by social media in that moment, um, let alone somebody who's had a video go viral of them, you know, in, in possibly not their best moment um, and to have that go viral and then to have the amount of um, the amount of interaction that they had. I, I, I just think that it's I think that you might think that you're the only person and that you're doing the world a favor. But I also think that it's important to stop and think about whether you need to be that guy, like whether you need to be that person, um, because there's probably, yeah, like like I say, that you know, I had 30 messages, like no shit between Instagram and Facebook, I had about 30 messages, and all all that I was doing was 
for me, it was bringing light to the fact that my friend wasn't this monster that had been created in the, in the media. And that was just, yeah, it was fucked. Like it was, it was really overwhelming. Um, it was really overpowering to think about how many people just are quite happy to just send me a message when I haven't spoken to them in years, but it's okay for you to send me a message and tell me what I should be doing or what I should know or what I, you know, and I was like, I was very unaware of the full extent of the situation at that time. Although I had information that other people might not have had because that my relationship with this person was close. I had a close relationship with this person. It wasn't anything to do with social media. It wasn't anything to do with wanting to be a part of he you know be a part of this big fucking social media media mess that it was this was somebody that was really close to my heart and that I cared for very much regardless of his family or who he who he was related to like it was nothing to do with that um but I got like slammed like slammed and I ended up having to you know I ended up removing a post I questioned myself I had like guilt and shame because you know people people came at me people fucking came at me oh it was hectic um and yeah and I so I ended up making my account private um and I did that uh and and you know that's it's really affected me a bit like I don't want it to be not private anymore because um I just don't want people to think that it's okay to just message me and reach out to me when you haven't spoken to me for that amount of time um, without even being like, how are you? Or the fact that, you know, he was one of my, one of my closest friends. Like I, I just, I just was so fucking blown away uh, by that. So I guess where I'm going with this today um, is that, yeah, think before you make your comments think before you send a message think before you bully somebody on social media you know um there was a video that i saw not long ago of a girl who was um blind drunk and someone was filming her and, and you know that, that it was just like why filming her in her worst moment you know like what what is going through your head that that's the thing that you think to do is to film this person who's clearly not in a good way you know like why not call somebody and see if you can get her support or get her admitted somewhere to get some help? Like, I just don't understand why I first thought these days is to get our phone out and film somebody who's struggling. Like, it's that's just so bizarre to me. So, yeah, I have to go because I have my somatic healing appointment now and um, hopefully it'll give me a bit more insight into, uh, you know, where I might be able to be better on social media as well. <laughs> in my life in general um but yeah just be kinder like this world needs good people um just try and be a good person um you know and if you see somebody who's struggling with addiction don't don't i, I don't know how to word it but like there's so many other ways that you can help that person than branding them a, a tyrant and that's my two cents worth. So, of course, Fender just decides to have a drink as I'm about to close. Um.
And that went on for about a good minute and a half. So um, <laughs> uh, the joys of recording at home um, with your dog. So thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I hope this has been helpful. I hope that this just puts a little bit of light on what we could be doing better. And until next time, um, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being here. Thank you.